Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists, editorial board members, and columnists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by Hill Country reporter Annie Blanks. She joins the show to talk about the ongoing baby formula shortage. Welcome to the show, Annie. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Uh, we, We were talking off air a little while ago, and you mentioned that this isn't your beat. Uh, This is something that you asked to cover. Uh, Would you like to tell everyone why? (laughs) Yeah. So um, I am eight months pregnant with my first baby, a little boy named Frank. And I'm due in July. And I started hearing um, probably about a month or two ago about this baby formula shortage uh, kind of that's happening all over the country. And uh, business and retail kind of isn't exactly my beat, but I went to my editor and the business editor and pleaded my case and asked to cover the story because as uh, an impending new mom, it's something that I'm thinking about a lot. And they gave me the go ahead. So that's how I ended up on the baby formula shortage beat for the, the current time. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, first of all. Thank you. Second of all, I have a six year old. I'm way, way past the baby formula stage. I, I'm not completely up to date on this. How did this, how did it start? What happened? How, how did we get here? So for the first half of the year, it was pretty normal. Um, there's a, a retail tracking firm called Data Assembly, and they monitor general stock rates for all sorts of products in U.S. grocery stores. And according to them, for the first couple of months of 2022, um, baby formula was pretty much in stock everywhere. There were no issues. And all of that changed in February when Abbott Nutrition, which is the company that manufactures some of the biggest name baby formulas in the country, like Similac, um, they were shut down by the FDA. They have a plant in Sturgis, Michigan that was shut down by the FDA uh, due to some cleanliness issues and some manufacturing issues. Uh, the FDA received some complaints that four babies had become sickened after drinking Abbott formula. Two of those babies died, and that led to the FDA investigation and ultimately to the manufacturing plant shutdown. Uh, Abbott also recalled all of their liquid formulas, and that led to uh, all of the moms who had babies on Abbott formulas ended up trying to switch to other brands, and that led to a shortage of those brands. And obviously, there are existing supply chain issues right now. And all of those kind of combined to this perfect storm where now there are essentially uh, no baby formula products on the shelves anywhere. And it's really, really hard to find. So essentially, uh, if this, is this correct? Is it Similac specifically, Alimentum and Elicara, the ones that were recalled specifically? Yes. And those yes. are some of the biggest, biggest brands of baby formula yes. out there. Similac especially, yes. Once the shortage began, what were some alternatives that, that people were turning to, to to feed their their babies? 
Well, when people stopped being able to buy Similac, like I said earlier, they started trying to use Enfamil, which is kind of the other big name brand. And so all of a sudden that started becoming in short supply because everybody was buying that. And I've talked to a couple of local pediatricians here in San Antonio, and they say that some moms were actually turning to uh, kind of dangerous solutions to try and just feed their babies. Like some moms, for instance, were watering down the formula that they had to try and make it last longer, which can be really, really dangerous for the baby. Um, A lot of moms were accepting breast milk from strangers that they didn't know. And um, none of this, of course, is, you know, all the moms were meaning, well, they're just trying to feed their babies and they don't know what to do. But a lot of moms were turning to really desperate measures for the formula shortage. And uh, it's been really scary. I I think we just found out, I think was it yesterday that the uh, President Biden did the invoke the Defense Production Act for the formula shortage. Can you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, the Defense Production Act is uh, kind of like bringing in the big federal guns. Um, to try and, uh, and make the shortage a little bit better. Um, basically what it does is it requires the formula makers to um, fulfill orders from certain companies before others. And it kind of just tries to pump more product into uh, the retail supply chain locally. It eliminates some of the red tape um, and just is going to try and help put more formula on the shelves as quickly as possible. Going back to Abbott, what, what are they, are they facing any sort of, um, what are they, yeah. what are their consequences going to be? Well, Abbott has said that there has been no direct link between their formulas and these four sick babies. Um, they've maintained that from the beginning, even though the FDA has found some, uh, some issues at their plant. Uh, it was announced just a couple of days ago that Abbott and the federal government have reached a, an agreement to... Uh, to make their formula again at their Michigan plant. Uh, But it's going to take a long time. And obviously, I think in the long term, uh, they probably have lost a few customers over this. I mean, just the the idea that babies could become sick from drinking their formula, you know, I think could have some long term impacts on the company. Other than that, the FDA is still investigating and uh, we'll wait and see what comes of that. Who did you uh, who did you interview for all? Because you've been cover- like I said, you've been covering this since the beginning. Where did you start to investigate? Really? Well, I first started hearing about this in a lot of the mom groups that I'm a part of on social media, on Facebook and in Twitter. Um, this was probably around mid to late March. I started noticing that in my mom groups. Um, some moms were posting, hey, I can't find this formula. And they were posting pictures of empty shelves. So investigating this really just kind of started off by talking to moms of infants. And then I kind of worked backwards from there. I started asking questions about where this shortage was coming from. I talked to, um, I actually got some statements from Abbott. I reached out to the FDA. I reached out to some local lawmakers here. Um, local pediatricians. I reached out to the food bank. I talked to Eric Cooper, the president and CEO of the San Antonio Food Bank for this story. So just really kind of all people who have been affected by this and have played a part in this is who I talked to for these stories. And what was that like as a a soon-to-be mom and you're interviewing these parents? What what are your thoughts, like personally, not like as a journalist, but as as an impending mom? What were you thinking? It's terrifying. There's so many unknowns when it comes to having a baby. I don't know when I'm going to – I know when my due date is, 
due date is, but I don't know when I'm going to have them. Or I'm planning to breastfeed, but there are so many circumstances that might not make that possible. The baby could be allergic. I could be a low supplier. Like there's just no way to know what could happen. So it's it's really scary me as a new mom reporting on this. Um, and I really hope that some of these stories that myself and other journalists are doing uh, are holding people that could change this accountable. Uh, and, you know, I'm due in mid-July, so hopefully by then maybe things will be different. I hope so. Do, do, is there any indication from the Biden administration how long this shortage could last? Um, they're saying a few months. I've heard uh, eight weeks uh, hopefully sooner with this Defense Production Act coming into play. But I think by the time that shelves are fully restocked and this crisis is kind of over, uh, I could see it lasting the next three to four months, honestly. Yeah, this thing has just gotten bigger and bigger. And now it's this huge, huge thing that's affecting so many people. Yeah, it's affecting a lot of people, I think. And especially with all of the other kind of political commentary going around right now around pregnancy and, and birth and newborns. Uh, this is really kind of jolting the country because, I mean, these are babies. They're the most vulnerable among us, and people need to do something about this. And kind of the last thing I wanted to ask was about San Antonio in particular. You mentioned in the article about how San Antonio has fared compared to other cities. Would you mind talking about that? So I mentioned earlier that retail firm called Data Assembly that looks at this sort of thing. And they have said continuously for the past few months that the San Antonio metro area is actually the worst in the entire country for this shortage. Our out-of-stock rates here in San Antonio metro area um, are about 56% right now, which is more than the national average of 43%. And that just is, is heartbreaking for San Antonio moms. And it's this area in particular is being hit worse than any other area in the country. Um, 56%, I think I read. Yeah, 56% out of stock rate in San Antonio and the surrounding areas. So it's, it's a big problem everywhere, but it's an even bigger problem here for sure. Well, uh, again, congratulations on Thank you. being a new mom soon. And thanks again for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming on and kind of illuminating everything. Yeah, thanks, Louise. It was great to talk to you.